Hello and welcome to the Big Finish podcast. Now, I'm Nick Briggs, and uh, we're in Chicago, TARDIS, and with me is my boss, Jason Haigenery. Hello. And Sean Carson, who isn't my boss. Hello. Sean is famous for being Narvin and Gallifrey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the name of the character you played in Torchwood? Um, in our audio Torchwood? Yeah, um, I can't remember his name. <laughs> it was a memorable part, whatever it was. It was Welsh, I remember that. It was, it was Welsh. Welsh. It was Welsh, yeah, yeah. Was he Tom Jones? Yeah. Or him. Ah! It's probably going to distort into your mic there, isn't it? It's marvellous. It's what we want. Yes. So, um, we're here really at Chicago TARDIS, uh, which isn't really in Chicago. Some miles outside of it. It's a bit like saying come to a convention in London and holding it in Reading, for those of you in the UK listening. Um, uh, We're here really for you to ask us questions and hopefully uh, we'll have some answers. And if, uh, if I disapprove of any of the questions, you'll hear this. <laughs> Which was a, a popular little tune we were playing yesterday in the main hall. And it, I, th- I think it's fair to say irritating everyone, would you say? I think it's very irritating, and that's probably a good theme tune for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did ask for it. Um, OK, so... Uh, any, any, what? Gary. What about Gary? Gary no, not Russell. His name was Gary. Yeah, his part. He's oh. finally remembered. The <laughs> <laughs> Listeners may remember a few minutes ago, I asked Sean a question, uh, and, um, and he's now answered it. I'm a bit like a two Ronnie sketch, yeah. So, <laughs> yes. Two forks. I played Gary in Torchwood Forgotten Lives, I seem to recall. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. You know, if only I could edit out the intervening gap. It would sound no, like no, you were really on the ball. Make him like an idiot. <laughs> brilliant. Any other random answers you want to give me? Anything I've asked you throughout the weekend that you suddenly want to answer? I think actually the most Wolverhampton. <laughs> I think it would be very appropriate if you answer most questions with Gary. Okay. <laughs> So, what is the greatest role you've ever played, Sean? Gary. There you go. <laughs> See, it works. So, uh, you know, don't feel afraid to give us too much of a hard time. I know you won't. Um, uh, any questions for us? Yes, right next to me. That's easy. So, with the Fourth Doctor Adventures, of course, you're, you're moving into stories with Romana and even into season 18 uh, a year from now. Are there any uh, plans or even ideas of, of possibly, possibly going uh, into either an eSpace season or an eSpace box set? Oh, you won't like the idea of that. I'm sorry to say there are no plans for that at the moment. <laughs> But I certainly wouldn't rule it out. But we have just developed some very interesting plans for the fourth Doctor, which um, we haven't quite solidified them yet. What's that noise? It's people next door. Oh, it sounded really weird. Can I just point out that actually you're whispering to everyone right now because you've got your earphones on and you can't hear how quiet you're being. They cannot hear you back there. Can you not hear me? No. No. Well, I was saying how much I love you all. (laughs) 
project. It's really, I, don't, I don't know what to do because then That's it's better. too loud for the mic. Oh, I'll do that. There we are. That'll sort it out. Um, yeah, we have some plans for the fourth doctor, but we're not, um, we haven't quite solidified them yet. And we'll let you know the moment we've sorted it out. <laughs> but yes, I mean, I think there's going to be another series with Leela as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, got something interesting coming up. Um, another question, please. I'm trying to be louder. <laughs> Young lady down the back. Okay. Are you all ready for my amazingly educated question? Yes. yes. What's the song called? What song? The one I keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Hold on. Where is it? Oh, dear. It's called. That one. Yeah. Yes, it's called Talk Is Free. Talk is free. Okay. Yeah. She's gonna find it now. Though. It's gonna yeah. be her ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. A, I think I got it from a site called StockMusic.com, and uh, you buy it, and then you have the rights to use it forever. Forever. Oh. For free. Uh, until people scream no more. I think it was. I can't even no remember. More. You can. I don't think you can buy it individually. It has to be part of an album or something. Anyway, with a load of other uh, really awful bits of music, which I could play you, but this would be a really dull podcast. Anyway, so the next fascinating question, please. I can make it to you here. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't take this the wrong way, Sean. You're my third favourite time lord. <laughs> third favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the doctors get this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> You're is, my seventh favourite. <laughs> when are we getting more Narvin? Oh well. Ooh. Ooh, when are, do you know anything about it? What is there going to be more Narvin? Yeah. I don't. I, I never know these things. I, I, somebody asked me this earlier today, and I, I just get an email out of the blue, and it's, it's David Richardson or Scott, and they say, are you available to come and do some Narvin for us? And I go, yay! Yeah, and that's it. That's I, it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the... Do you know any plans for the next Gallifrey series? I, I know there is one, but I don't know what the plans are, to be honest with you. What happened to Narvin much... last time? Well, we can't say, because oh, we right. just recorded series eight, and things happen in that that we really can't talk about. But all I can say is when you hear it, you'll go, oh my word. Giddy aunt. Yes. Oh my giddy aunt, I can't is, swear, it, yeah? Is your last line, Gary! <laughs> hey, now listen. I didn't say I have a last line. Oh. No. So, it's you a know, last silence, is you it? Know. <laughs> all I can say is, uh, it's a corker. I always say that, but it is. It's a corker. Um, we've got Ace. Ace is now Ace is now part of the Gallifrey team. I think that's wonderful. When we did, I'm off on one now. When we did, right. um, I just uh, better support my the seventh. <laughs> <laughs> when we when we did the seventh one, um, that was a sort of sideways step where we had the future incarnation of Romana played by. Juliet Lando from Buffy and it was a bit of a sideways step and we've now gone back to I, I wouldn't say Gallifrey proper but you know what I mean it's now the old gang back together it's it's me and Romana and and um, I was gonna say <laughs> Louise but um, um, Leela. Yeah. Leela, yes Leela. yes we're, we're a bit like Fleetwood Mac Gallifrey. <laughs> um, you know you, you, you have the classic lineup and then every now and then somebody goes off and and, and comes back and uh, you know, so I'd, I'd like to think that we're, we're like Fleetwood Mac in that respect. The intergalactic Fleetwood Mac. Hang on. What am I talking about? Didn't, didn't, didn't they always sleep with each other and have lots of drugs? Yeah, jobs? yeah, we're like... And, and did a lot. Uh, OK, well, moving on from that, I'd just like to mention that during that epic uh, anecdote, mm. which was lovely, John, don't get me wrong, yeah. don't let anyone tell you that that wasn't interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it was interesting, wasn't well, it? What I do was it interesting? Know. Yes, yes, yeah. During that, during that, yeah. Chase Masterson arrived. Yay! Chase, just give us a window into your convention weekend. Hi, say, say what now? Give me a window into your convention weekend. A window. You can sit down. I'm standing, oh, and you're very you. polite by standing. But well, thank you. I'm, I'm very. Down. No, please, I'll kneel down. No, really. No, no really. Here. Why don't we both sit? Oh, come on now. That's not fair because this is only audio. You can't see. It's better on audio. Very clean, squeaky clean. Isn't Doctor Who a kids show? Yes. Right. Just kidding. Uh, it's been wonderful. How was yours? Yeah, don't turn it back on me. Okay, fine, fine. I'm a little worried about Big Finish Talkback because it sounds like regurgitation to me. I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't know, but if you're talking back, um, I guess that's about hearing you talk, right? Yeah. Um, so far, so good on this end, though. I'm so happy. The reception for Vienna has been fantastic. It's always fun to hear people loving this show um, as much as I love it. It's it's really great. Um, My knees are going. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get out. Why don't you? Yeah, but then and that, I'll also No, yes. <laughs> oh, dear. I hope my mother's not listening. Uh, right. There's a question over here moving really swiftly on. I had a question, a follow-up question on the Gallifrey 7 series. You don't what? want Sean to talk more, do you? <laughs> well, I pose it to you and you can pass it on as you like. I'd like to know when we're going to get a resolution to that particular cliffhanger. Which particular cliff? At the end of uh, Gallifrey 7. Oh, the one. Uh, yeah. You, you won't know, will you? And I don't know. Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Not Gary, then. No. <laughs> we haven't I got just, yet. Just Go been in, since Chase has joined us, we've just been in. We've actually sold out of Survivor's box set number three. Excellent. <laughs> Chase, of course, is one of the stars of. So we're very pleased about that. There That's we go. Just exciting. thought I mentioned it in passing. I, I should say, in, in answer to your question, that we've just recorded Gallifrey 8. So when you, when you buy that and when you hear it, yeah, I'm sure you'll be satisfied that, um, that the story continues. You know? So we're not just going to kind of leave things hanging. You know? Cool. That was an excellent answer in yeah, my opinion. It was concise, wasn't it? Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to add anything? Uh, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hello. I would also like to say, I'll meet you in the middle here. Um, <laughs> I've loved the reception for World's a Big Finish. That has been so much fun this weekend. Lots of people coming up and buying that, and, and, and not buying it, but getting me to sign it. And I, I, I think it's a brilliant piece of work, and kudos to everybody who worked on that. And Scott, ha Scott Hancock's work has been fantastic. <laughs> um, I just, I really love that project, so I'm glad to see people loving it too. It was great fun to do. Did, you, did any of you hear it? Yes. A patter of tiny feet. Um, uh, another question, please. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> Brittany, yes. Um, so this is a more broad question, but is there any project you've done in the past where you, looking back on it, kind of think, oh, we could have done that better had we done it again? That's a quite a nasty question. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't do it justice enough. Oh, I can't think of anything. I think we did everything justice, didn't we? Oh, yes, hello. Am I over talking here? Because I just got here, so I, I, I can say a little more, right? <laughs> We've only just started. In, okay, all right. So, interesting thing about Vienna's <laughs> introduction to. I was to, just waving the pop shield at Sure, he was. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. 
interesting about Vienna's introduction to uh, the world in The Shadow Heart because she was only meant to be Sylvester's nemesis and I had no idea that there was going to be anything, any turnaround in making Vienna into a, a heroine. And so there's an interesting thing when you have your own show that you, you cannot have it be about someone who's only a nemesis. The character has to be infinitely more likable than Vienna was in Shadow Heart. So there is a real change there and if had I known that Vienna was going to go on, I might have had a little fun, more of a wink at having her be a little more sympathetic. She was only an emesis at that point. So if you only hear Shadowheart, you don't really understand how much lighter Vienna is later on. You see what I'm saying? I do, yeah. That I kind of wish that I'd known, but not in a bad way. It's just you have to kind of be warned if you, when you watch Shadowheart that there's a lot of fun ahead. <laughs> hmm. Let me think. Can you think? I can think of uh, a couple of things, actually, now. Um, I wish I wasn't so bitter and twisted about a relationship that had ended when I wrote Exile. Uh, <laughs> For the record, I wish you hadn't written um, Exile. Um, who's, yeah. who's heard Exile? I have. Who thinks yeah. it's a work of genius? <laughs> the hands all went down. Oh, it's very. Uh, I'm sorry. It's, it's very sorry. bitter and twisted, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Never it's, mind. It, it does have a brilliant guest star. Yes, it has David Tennant in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Enough said. Um, and also the nowhere place. I'm not going to say what it is, but there's a mistake in the nowhere place that I made that I really, and I was advised not to make the mistake and I stupidly ignored the advice. And uh, I, it haunts me rather. I'm not going to say what it is, but, uh, but I think otherwise it's sort of, okay. yeah, you have a look for that. I mean, you know, that story was inspired by Rob Shearman. I was, I was a bit stuck for a story and he went, oh, yeah, I'll give you something. He said, right, there you go. There's a door in a spaceship and it shouldn't be there. That was all he gave me, really. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I can't. Can you think of anything else that you regret, Jason? <laughs> and try no. not to make it rude about me. No, no, that, that's why I'm pausing, because everything that... It's called self-editing. I can think of involves being rude about you. Um, oh. No. Um, I think... No, to be honest with you, I think, you know, we've, we've all made mistakes as we go along. But it's a learning experience. We're still all learning in one way or another. So, no, I, d I regret nothing. Je That's regret good. rien. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, uh, when we did that story where there was an older Adric. Oh, I kind of, yeah. That, that was a very risky work, strategy, yeah. and it yeah. was either going to be amazing or fall flat on its face. And I think it fell flat on its face, not because of Paul Mars, who wrote it. It was because he's a brilliant writer. It's just, I just, it just didn't come out well, that one, and it's a shame. And it also offended Matthew Waterhouse, which we didn't want to do. But luckily, he's, he's come to yeah. work for us. I think after I admitted that it was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he's done great stuff for us. Having, having discussed mistakes, shall we discuss... Success, because we've is that all right by you, Brittany? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because we recently did a survey. Oh yes. Of and um, of and over six and a half thousand people actually took part in this survey to find the favourite main range release. Now there's been two hundred of them, and the voting was very close. However, we I can read to you the top three. In reverse order. Now, I'm going to see if any of these are a surprise. So, they're not. They're not, actually. They're not remotely a surprise. No. In, in third place, starring Colin Baker and Terry Malloy, is Davros. 
In second place, starring Peter Davison, uh, is Spare Parts. Yeah. And drum roll, please. Come on. <laughs> and starring Paul McGann. In first place, Chimes of Midnight. Hey. Oh, that's brilliant, isn't it? Now, the wonderful thing about that is the consistency of Chimes of Midnight because Chimes of Midnight also won the Doctor Who magazine 40th anniversary survey of the best Doctor Who story of all time in any medium. Wow. Chimes of Midnight came first um, in, uh, 10 years ago and now it's still number one. So wow. it's obviously very well written yes. and very well acted and brilliantly produced and, and directed. directed. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. I didn't direct it. I'm no, not no. trying to claim anything for myself. Who directed it? Was, wasn't it Barnaby Edwards directed it? I think it, yes, it was. Yeah. It was Barnaby directing and it was obviously Rob Sherman writing. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. Wow. But I'm very, I'm, I'm personally very pleased to see those three there. But um, excellent, yes. It's, it's, uh, it's wonderful to see those classics have stood the pace of time. <coughs> and you totally disagree, don't you, no. Tom Jones? <laughs> that, that. Were you being Tom Jones, or are you, have you just got consumption? No, I, I, I know those stories. I, I, I'll go with that. That's fantastic. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. It's, yeah. that's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So the question is, which everyone keeps on asking, is when is Rob Shearman going to do another one? Well, hassle him, because I've given up hassling him. He is definitely going to do one. He's finishing a book or something at the moment. And I don't mean Treasure Island. He's actually writing one. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, yes, what's your question? It's more of a comment. Uh, There was an unofficial poll on LiveJournal a couple years ago. On what? LiveJournal. Okay. It's, it's another social media site. Back when people used it, there oh. was a poll on LiveJournal, and uh, people were talking about Chimes of Midnight as one of their regular Christmas rotations. They'd listen to a version of A Christmas Carol, they'd listen to Chimes of Midnight, they'd listen to something else. And I think one of the reasons why it has particular staying power is because you can dump it into a tradition. Maybe you need to do more Christmas stories. Yeah, we've done a few. We've done a nice miserable one called uh, Death in Blackpool, which was we, well, it was written by it was written by Alan Barnes. So you know, it has to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is all it's set at Christmas. And, uh, even yeah. more Christmassy, I suppose, is Relative Dimensions. Relative Dimensions is a good one. Yeah, which they even have a turkey. Exactly, the Doctor and, and uh, Susan and her son. Her son, the doctor's great Grand, grandson, great grandson, ha- have Christmas dinner in the TARDIS. But something goes wrong. <laughs> yes, otherwise it wouldn't be much of a Doctor Who story. But t- talking of Chimes of Midnight, my uh, great memory of that is when we were um, in those days. We would go around to Gary's house and read out the scripts aloud for timing. And uh, we, were, we were reading it, and uh, Gary Russell got very cross with us because we found it so funny. There were so many bit when the woman's going on about her plum pudding and all that, and we were laughing so much. She said, don't, 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 it's, it's, you'll ruin the timing, it's taking too long. Because when an episode was too long, Gary's solution was for us to read it quicker. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was joyous. I mean, just reading it and thinking, this, is a, this writing is so good, you know? Um, 
just like listening to the Holy Terror for the first time. It's yes. why I became friends with um, Rob Shearman, and we you are very close. might rub off. When it, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> if only I thought. You know, when I heard it, I thought, this is. The, I've got to meet this guy. You know, and uh, you know, he's become a very close friend. He was my best man at my wedding. That's how close we are. Geographically, we're far away at the moment. Uh, another question, please. Another question for a comment. Oh, hello. Fatima is going to comment. <laughs> Uh, hold on. Perhaps, perhaps we should have a theme to <laughs> for that, really. Uh, you, she was getting ready to dance, bless her. Uh, I was, I was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's the fattener comment. <laughs> I am absolutely excited with all the different new series things that Big Finish is doing. So when you think about the timing of all of the announcements between Old Doctors and New Monsters, with The War Doctor, with Churchill, with Tennant, and with Donna. All of those announcements, I was happy at the same time I was overwhelmed because I felt like the announcements were just back to back to back to back. And it was also frustrating at the same time because I can't buy everything. And I'm one of those people, if I could, I would buy everything. So just thinking about the timing of the announcements, how was it decided? how quickly the announcements were to come out, because that honestly was overwhelming and somewhat frustrating to me at the same time. Well, Fatina, that's a fantastic question and a brilliant cliffhanger for this podcast. We'll see you next time. <laughs> In the meantime, it's goodbye from me, Nick Briggs. Goodbye from Jason. Goodbye. Goodbye from Sean. Gary. <laughs> and goodbye from Jason. Goodbye, and would you please play that music one more time because we just haven't heard it enough. <laughs> okay. We all need to dance, right?